Why is it important to get your idea or gift out into the marketplace? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of holding yourself to a higher standard learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that, my friends, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Ooh, yeah, another big episode today. Today, Jabari Butler shares so many amazing gems about being that bumblebee that did not know he could not fly, as well as the importance of holding yourself to a higher standard while providing an amazing product to a tribe of important folks that many would just overlook. Plus, I'm going to let you in on next week's guest who has been mentored by coached for and interviewed people like Damon John, Gary Vaynerchuk, Ryan Dice, Frank Kern, Randy Zuckerberg, and many, many more. So as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing, G-O-L-D, spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest Jabari Butler. Now, I am personally super excited about this interview <laughs> because I have known Jabari for, gosh, a decade and a half now. We're, we're dating ourselves here, right? But you don't want to hear about me, right? You're here because you want to hear about the man that's all about technology and innovation. And we'll see, these are two things that encompass just about everything that Jabari does, whether he's ministering, teaching, speaking, or developing plans for startup businesses, Jabari is always looking for innovative ways to use the data and the tech that lives all around us to improve lives and community. Jabari is on the Forbes Technology Council. He's the co-founder of Sign One News, as well as being part of the team that was awarded the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services 2019 Adoption Excellence Award in the category of media social media, and public awareness. Jabari was also a, a, a man amongst men when it came to 310 North Toastmasters back yes. in the day. And I'm sure we'll chat a little bit about that. Ladies and gentlemen, my old friend, Jabari Butler. Jabari, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, who is he talking about? Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, my God. All these things I've done. Yeah, it was, it's funny. As I was going back through to do, do a little prep for this, uh, for this our, our chat together. I was like, wow, my man Jabari is, is kidding it. You have done some stuff, you know, since we, you know, like we were, what we were talking about, it was like 12. So, or so. <laughs> yeah, it was right. at least 1999. You just, uh, you just uh, popped up a picture of uh, a, a ceremony, what, with a, uh, 
Table Topics Contest. Table Topics Contest. Yeah, yes. we were in Toastmasters together. Uh, Jabari actually had to remind me that I was his mentor. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Back in the day. Uh, and, and I can tell you, you know, for anyone who's ever considering uh, engaging into public speaking, Toastmasters is definitely one of those programs, you know, and I'm sure it's all about the club, right? We were lucky enough to have this amazing uh, troop of folks to help us along our uh, public speaking journey. And uh, I got to watch Jabari really blossom. You know, he, he started off, you know, a little quiet at first. And then, Brock, I think about six months in, uh, there was no stopping this man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jabari, I, I, I really thank you for you know carving some time out to come hang out with us. I wanna uh, I wanna shut up a minute, you know, and you know how much I can talk, right? Oh, yeah, you can talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna shut I'm up. I can tell you I can talk, but I know you can there talk. There you too. go. <laughs> That's why we got along so well. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. It was actually good that we were paired up together back in those right, days. Right. Um, but I, I actually I want to shut up here and let you take the mic and kind of share your story. You know, uh, what's brought you to where you are, you know, good, bad, and ugly. And then, uh, you know, tell me why you love doing what you do so much. Sure. Uh, I'll be, I'll say a few words about that. Uh, I'm Jabari Butler. Appreciate you allowing me to come on your show. Uh, I was extremely uh, thankful and humbled when you reached out to me about this. And I said, wow, I would definitely, uh, Tracy, anything. I would have be happy to do that. Now, I had a, an unusual background. I actually was not that good initially in math and technology and things like that. I really didn't have much interest in anything to do with, with these kinds of things initially as a child. And, and so as I progressed through school, I began to pick up the ideas of math, what have you. And when I went to college, I was looking for a major and I happened to come across a, a book and it was Pascal, Pascal. Mm -hmm. And it looked a little bit like English. I said, what is this? And this guy said, well, it's a programming language book. I said, program. I had a little bit of exposure to it in elementary school. And just a little bit in elementary school, we did some contests, things like that, made some simple programs. Mm -hmm. But I left it at that. Had no idea that there was any relation to math at all. I got to college, struggled through, but I picked up the programming book. I took a liking to it. And then some years later, I began to get good at it. And so I actually asked my professor at the time, around my junior year or so, I said, what is the difference? You know, why are there so many math majors in technology, you know, these technology classes? Because I'm taking so many, I like the technology, I'm taking these technology classes. And before, remember, before I could not do math, I was a class clown in high school for math. I, I just, I was not, yeah, I think a lot of people were in that. And, and I was not, I was the most unlikeliest person to even be in that space. Mm-hmm. But I like tech so much that I had to take so many amount of classes. And I asked him later on, I said, I had to have, I had to take uh, the linear algebra, discrete algebra, abstract and all that. Why do I have to take all these math classes? And why are all these math people in my tech classes? He says, you didn't know? I said, didn't know what? He said, you didn't know about math and technology. I said, well, not about tech, but I don't understand. What do you mean? What I did? What is it? that I did not know. You didn't know that math is the closest thing, math major is the closest thing to computer science major? I said, no. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tell me. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know. <laughs> you know, and then I, and when I looked up, I, I was only two 
courses away from having a minor in math. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> because they didn't tell me. Kind of like the Bowlby who didn't know that he could fly. He's not supposed to, but no one ever told him. So <laughs> that was me. I was that Bumblebee. And and later on, a credit really being able to break into more experience with technology. Unfortunately, uh, to the Ronald McNair, it was it was Dr. McNair. When he passed away, it actually opened the door for people like me because there was a Ronald E. McNair uh, post-baccalaureate achievement program. And that was where I got my start. Uh, I think every time I see a, a shuttle go up or every time I see, even with SpaceX that just went up recently, we, we covered that a couple of days ago. Every time I see something like that, I'm always thankful and humbled and reminded that it was because of someone like him who paved the way for somebody like me. And, and it was that program that gave me the exposure to, at that time, working with the number one um, virtual reality team in the world at the it's called the Iowa Driving Simulator team at the time, and now it's called the National Driving Simulator team. Okay. I got a chance to get on that as my first project, and I got a chance to to work with other projects since then. I got early exposure to Radio Shack. Actually, Radio Shack was where I got my first exposure to some technology. Some guy who helped me. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a manager that, that gave me some exposure to Radio Shack, and he would have these 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 stores, Radio Shack stores. He he managed. So I would go in there as a kid, but I had that as a kind of like a, a foundation. Never, I never realized that that was, would be a seed that was planted years ago from some guy who just said, hey, you know, come by and go buy some uh, hot dog for me or something and stand around the store a little bit and act sure. like you're doing something. And that those were seeds that were planted early on mm-hmm. that later on sprout in college. And then later on, you know, took me on another pathway into the, this, this, this program which gave me more experience uh, that led to work in General Mills and then Cola, before I met you. Right. And then even after that, I ended up doing more of that as a business um, shortly after Coca-Cola. And, and uh, since that time, I've been in healthcare technology for a number of years, almost two decades now. And I've also worked in the, in the vertical of uh, higher ed, higher education. Okay. And where I, that's where I got my introduction to into cloud technology, where we took the seminary, because I'm a minister as well, and I went to the, to the seminary, ITC. Well, while I was there, when I graduated, I came back and I used some of my technology experience to help my school move to the next level in technology. And so we, we introduced them to the cloud technology. And it was the first, in my knowledge, the first HBCU seminary to have its full infrastructure in the cloud. And this is back in 2011. And so this is, you know, cloud was still being developed and there's sure. things like that. And, and so that's how, that's how I, I got into the cloud technology. Anyway, so those are some of the things that, that I was able to do years before. And, and I, I'm humbled when I think about the Forbes technology and then the, the DHS, the DHHS awards, things like that. I, I'm always around good people. I've been around really good people. Uh, my business partner, Karen Graham, she's, she's amazing to me. I'm very, very thankful for, for her. And she and I work together the last four years now, four or five years now, on this 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 news uh, program. Took, took her 15 years of Emmy Award-winning production talent and my 20 years, 15, 20 years of technology talent, and put that together to create this organization, Sound1 New. And so we use a lot of the, the cloud. We use quite a bit of that. And I think there's, we talk more about that, I guess, later, but I think that's kind of how 
it happened, so to speak. That, that was my right. point. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's kind of cool that, uh, you know, I, I say it's kind of cool. I think so many times there are folks out there that are are struggling with a topic, right? And that topic, for you, know, as you were talking about, was math or, you know, maybe for someone else, it's, you know, English or what yes. history or whatever it is. But yes. because... You weren't aware. Uh, you, I mean, you were aware. You were aware that you know math was not my jig. I just, it's not my thing, right? Right. But you right. said, okay, well, I'm gonna go over here to this information tech. It seems kind of cool. I can vibe with that. And come to find out, there's a whole lot of math in there. And I know, right? It, but because you hadn't made that connection, you're like, hey, this is cool. I'm rocking it. End up find, being two classes away from a, a math minor. And then right. again, <laughs> but it, it really kind of comes back to that, that quote you said, you know, I, no one told the bumblebee he couldn't fly. And you're like, I'm just going for it, man. I'm doing this thing. I think if we can get more of that out to folks out there, it's like, dude, I get it. You're struggling. Not everyone's a dancer, right? Uh, I can dance, but I'm, I'm not, not a. I've seen you dance, but I see. <laughs> right, you see it, right? You've seen it. <laughs> There's a funny story here, and I'm going to pause just for a second. So uh, Jabari and I worked both work at Coca-Cola back in the the 90s, and uh, back then Coca-Cola used to have these awesome. A holiday party, you know, and they would rent out like the whole World Congress Center, a good portion of it, right? Yeah. And there would be a band and food and entertainment, you know, and then uh, you go on for a while. And there were people like what? There was Elton John, and we had the Four Tops was there once, you know, we had the B-52s. Anyway, uh, so, and I have no problem being in front of a crowd, as, as Jabari <laughs> will tell you, you know, right? Yes. I have no, and, and so I was out there and they were playing some awesome song and I was out there, I was just doing my thing and I did, and someone said, come on, Tracy, dance. And so as I, as I go running across the stage and doing like the uh, John Travolta sliding on my knees and get up and do a dance thing. All that to, to wind up, say, it was, we had a great time. I get it. And this was a Friday night when this happened, Friday or Saturday night. I get into work on Monday morning and sitting <laughs> on my desk in an envelope is a picture of me like in, in, just, <laughs> in, in the middle of a dance pose. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's no video <laughs> proof somewhere. But uh, anyway, all that to say, we we had some good days. But I, I, I was coming back to I was coming back around to the to the bumblebee. I think so many times we fight these fears and yes. we don't face them. And yes. you and I, we fought, we fought a lot of those fears when it comes to public speaking. And it's not just standing in front of a crowd, right? It's learning how to say the things we want to say and all the yes. things that go with it. If we yes. just can help teach people, right? Yes. How to face yes. those fears yes. in, in, in a great way, then yes. who knows what's going to happen? Because if yes. you hadn't have fought that math fear, Yes, this right. organization you're at now, and I, I do want to talk chat a bit about more. Might not sure. be here yet, right? Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure your yes. partner that you're working with now would have found somebody. I mean, yeah. it happened, but right. uh, you know, it wouldn't have been you. And right. who knows? One little decision can change our whole life. But yes. I, I do want to go into this. And when I first thought about you know, hey, who do I want to bring on the show? I was going through all my own names and you happened to pop back up on my radar on LinkedIn. Mm. And I saw this sign one uh, news. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yes. that's kind of cool. What is that all about? Yeah. And I, and I <laughs> yeah. read what you wrote about it. And then I went over and checked it out at your website. I'm like, okay, this is super cool. <laughs> right? cool. And, and I thought it was really neat. Uh, my wife is, um, 
she's a, a special ed teacher, right? Okay. So oh, uh, awesome. I can definitely, I can totally vibe awesome. with this, yes. you know, reaching out to those that have challenges, whatever the challenges are, right? Yes. Whether it's hearing yes. or seeing or walking or talking, yes. you know, we all need to come together. We're, we're all one big people. But yes. uh, again, I'm going to shut up because I want you to share with everyone what sure. Sign One News is doing and, and you know how it came to fruition and and why it's so important. Absolutely. Well, my again, my partner should tell you best in terms of the, the initial aha revelation that she had mm-hmm. that allowed her to walk away from from a stellar, award-winning, amazing career and on television. And and one day you should have her on her show. Perhaps she'll tell you the story, but I'm probably gonna have to get I, Karen I, I, on. Absolutely, I, I think you should. Yeah, I think you should get her on. But but essentially, um, you know, she she had a revelation, and, and really God just told her, just you know, go ahead and 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 leave and start a, a network, a station uh, for a new news for the deaf and hard of hearing, our deaf and hard of hearing population. And so then she shared some of that with me, and I resonated with it. And so together we try to figure out how do we how do we take all of this, this, this technology and this production work and what she's done and what I've done, how do we make that and shape it in a way that works? Mm-hmm. And so we created a team and, <laughs> and that team ended up, you know, talking through the whole process and, and we ended up partnering with CNN from an affiliate standpoint. And that was major. That was major. So, right. so now we take information like that, news we get from CNN, whatever you see on TV, we, we have the access to the same content and we make it accessible to FR and hearing. And recently, we're, we've been making a lot more content accessible to deaf, hard, and hearing, and we work with more people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So that could be deaf, blind, that could be in a wheelchair, that could be anything in between. And so we realized that we don't think of it as disabilities. We think of it as different ability. Yes. Uh, and, and they're just different able. And, and as not they, I mean, they are we, we're, you know, we are right. all the same. And, sure. and so we don't look at it as them and us. We look at it as, as, as we're working on this together. Sure. So we take this news and information and we put it in the format that's in American Sign Language. And American Sign Language is not the same as English. And many people think that, oh, caption. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Caption. No, no. Yeah. no. Caption <laughs> Caption is not the same right. as American Sign Language. As a matter of fact, if you wrote American Sign Language, you, you probably would think it was some sort of hieroglyphics. It's a different type of language all by itself. It's a visual language. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a, a verbal language versus a visual language is two different things. And so we do our best to educate people about that. And as we bring about more awareness, then people begin to say, oh, well, maybe there's a different way that we can start getting news and information and making it more accessible. Mm-hmm. And so we, we do that every day. We use lots of cloud technology. We use a mix of technologies. Matter of fact, I'm in the studio here, but most, if not all of our staff are somewhere else. They're somewhere else. They're at homes or in their own studios or they're somewhere else producing the news. And every day we have a distributed cloud-based workforce that come together, produce the news, and they go on about their business. And nice. But you, you won't see them. They're, they're not anywhere 
here in the studio. Nice. And so that's just the way that we we operate. So um, just just for the layman, which is me, <laughs> um, you're and you're you're still down in the Atlanta area, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, so, we have a studio here in Atlanta. Yes, outstanding. Which probably made the the CNN connection a lot easier, being on <laughs> yeah. the the home territory down there, right? <laughs> We're right down but, the street uh, from them. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Right. So you're taking the uh, the we'll just use them for the example. You're taking sure. their news content, and then you're turning around and flipping it into um, a, a modality that someone who's having difficulty seeing or hearing can right. now consume that content and yeah. stay up to date on what everything that's going on. I know exactly. uh, when we were chatting before I, I hit uh before we started our our actual interview here, you were talking about you know whether it's the presidential debate. It's not. Right. We're not just talking about you know. Hey, you know, here's what's going on in sports, right? No. right? You know, <laughs> right. Or, or there's a storm coming your way. We're talking about real news here for people that they're just as interested as I am, right? Yes, you're just, and that's just like me saying, you know, Jabari's just as interested as Tracy is. So yes. whoever the the folks that are consuming your content, they want to know who who you know what are what that person for president is running for what their platform is over there so yes. that they can go make their votes because their vote is like you were saying we're all together their votes just as important as mine or yours or anybody else's right that's right and, and you bring and you bring up a good point because that's one of the things we've, we've been doing a lot more of the last several weeks actually is helping put on virtual excel i call them accessible virtual events mm-hmm. my partner has to call them avep but it's it's the idea of making like town halls and and voting uh, voting instructions and things like that available so that they understand what their rights are mm-hmm. and and that's the thing and, and and what happens is unfortunately there's there's not a lot of reinforcement outside of our broadcast mm-hmm. for them to get that information right so oftentimes we're the only person or the only group to give them that information. And it's not just the United States. There's other countries <laughs> that we have absolutely reach. So there's about 50 different countries that get our broadcast around the world. And and they don't they might even fully understand ASL, but it's better than nothing. And sure. so they so they'll read the transcripts. We, we provide transcripts for people every day. Mm-hmm. And we've never missed a broadcast since we've been in business. So the thing is is that there's people that do depend largely on, on what we produce because like you're right they want to know yeah what's happening not two weeks ago they want to see something and when you get it that's one of the things that that karen wanted to be sure of early on she was like i want them to get it when everybody else gets it. absolutely and we've been able to do that i mean and we've done things like we've done things like the royal wedding we broadcast that for hours and hours and oh, hours nice. time, all in asl We've Sweet. done things with Mercedes-Benz Stadium and Starbucks and breaking the Starbucks story. There's going to be something coming out with Amazon soon. This in, in a couple of couple of weeks, Sweet. and that's actually no, no, in a couple of days. Sorry, a couple of days. There Amazon. we go. And and we were able to sort of chime in on the things that Amazon is doing. There's a story. There's a movie coming out that they're that they're pushing. And okay. so it's it's about someone who you know lost their lost their hearing and someone experiences the deaf world. But the point is, is that we're, we're doing what we can to bring these kinds of issues to light. Mm-hmm. And the truth is we have seen many more organizations more or less move in that direction. You're starting to see now more candidates have translators. And when you see, right. When you see people with uh, the emergency broadcast or with the COVID updates, you're seeing more people translating. I remember there was a time when, when Karen was just, 
out there myself, she and I were sitting in the studio. No one's translating anything. We're getting live feeds and we're calling and calling and saying, hey, can you put a translator out there? Someone out there to interpret this? And there's nobody doing it. Or or there was one, they would always cut the interpreter off. And Mm -hmm. so we said, you know what? We're just going to do it. And and so I really credit her for really thinking through getting more interpreters. We call them terps. Getting more interpreters involved to be able to get this message out there. And mm-hmm. and there are deaf interpreters and there are hearing interpreters and there's different types of interpreters. Sure. And and we just want to have the platform to be able to to give this audience what they deserve, what we all deserve, and that is access to information like everybody else. And so I think that part of my my role has been more or less business and technology and finding ways to 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 push it out there in a way that is 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 accessible. We have an app, you know, so we're on Amazon, mm-hmm. Roku, Apple TV, Apple Watch, Google Play. We're in all these different channels right now. Nice. Now, uh, I'm just I, I, you got my curiosity peaked as sure. you were talking about this. So, um, in the in the in, in the news world, let's stick with news just for a minute. So, a okay. news story comes out. Is yes. there a delay between the time that the news story is shared by like a CNN and the time that your uh, your viewers would be seeing it? It depends. Sometimes <clears throat> some feeds are are live and and they'll happen as fast as you see it on television okay so there have been instances where you literally can turn on tv and you see it there and you, you see it on our website that's nice. possible okay there are times when there is a delay depending upon the type of story it just depends on who is available at the gotcha. time okay. to be able to push it out because it, it depends on what kind of regulations they have and yeah restrictions that's true and territory okay. so there's a lot to go on that they makes can, sense but, but but there's times where both you have all cases where we get it as fast or we get it a little delayed, mm-hmm. but it'll be the same information. Excellent. And, and the other thing that popped in my head while you while you were sharing was, uh, you know, being in, in in so many countries outside the United States proper, right? Um, I know ASL isn't universal. I know there are <laughs> there's other versions of That's sign right. language in other countries. Right. So yes. do do you? I mean, getting it, getting them what you're getting them is is top notch, right? Top, yes. Three thumbs up for that one, but. <laughs> Is there? Are you are you looking at long term plans for bringing in a, additional? Yes. Well, I guess you call it ESL or whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be for European countries. I'm sure. I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. There's different kinds. There's there's Indian sign language and there's Mexican sign language and there's Spanish sign language mm. and, and there's all types of sign languages out there. There's British sign language, BSL, just like CSL, vocal languages, Chinese right? Sign language, correct. Yeah. And so so we do have plans. We're working on. Uh, ISL, International Sign Language. That's probably the next one of the next major things we'll, we'll, we'll be coming out with. But that's and then and then other ones as as time goes on. But what we've mentioned to the public that ISL is something that we're looking. At. That's uh, see this. I'm excited for you. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you know it it, it changes for me. I think it changes lives. Yes. Because like you were saying, you know, we're getting you. Know, I say we like it's me, right? <laughs> you're, you're getting you're getting valuable information into the hands of people that probably before you were either relying on other people that can yeah. hear and, and, and see and trying to, right. you know, change that communication. And, and I think the challenge in that, and, you know, I don't want to insert my opinion here, but no, it's, no, my, it's my show. It's your show. <laughs> you can say what you want. But <laughs> I, I think one of, one of the challenges with that is 
even if I'm taking something from a newspaper or a, a news show I'm watching, the risk is I'm going to insert my opinion right. in the translation, Correct. right? Oh, which is good. which is not good or bad. It just it is, is, you know? Yeah. So if I'm yeah. saying, well, yeah, uh, Mr. Biden <laughs> is doing great and Mr. Trump is doing great. Okay, <laughs> you know I'm going to say something about one of them, right? So right. I, I'm I'm going to have an opinion one side or the other, and I'm just trying to keep it current, given the fact that we're still waiting for the election to be. This is true. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think that's the challenge. Whereas if they have a, a a channel like yours where they can go and see someone just sharing the information, they can form yes. their own opinions. Just yes. like anyone should be able to. You're now listening to-, to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. You are very good, Tracy. That is that is one of the things that I'm so excited about that part because that is something we truly pride ourselves on. And again, I'll go back to Karen again. Um, and from her journalism background, like I mm-hmm. make sure the technology and business is tight. She makes sure the journalism is tight. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. one of the things that we pride ourselves on. And that is making sure that we don't influence, we don't push our opinion into the broadcast. And one of the things that we do have is we have a code of ethics that our anchors go by. Mm-hmm. All of our anchors are deaf. Most of our staff is deaf. So over half of our staff is deaf, actually. So that means nice. deaf editors, we have deaf anchors. And so, so, so we have that genuine perspective. And we do have those conversations. Matter of fact, they're going to have one later on this evening. We do have these debrief sessions, sessions where we talk about, make sure that, hey, you know, careful with how you're presenting, you know, right. make sure that it stays right. In the middle. Yeah, because you understand since it's a visual language, mannerisms make a difference. Eye mm-hmm. contact makes yeah. it really interesting. Things that we talk about in Toastmasters. See, there it is. It is much more important in the in these visual languages. Mm-hmm. The eye contact, the way you nod your head, the mm-hmm. way you, you use your, your facial expressions, all these things make a very big difference. So if someone does in impose their opinion it's it's something that you've got to be careful of our yeah. folks are are trained by a professional and so we avoid those types of situations mm-hmm. and 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 we pay attention to the mannerisms and all the types of nonverbal communication because they totally depend on nonverbal communication sure. many of them do, no. uh, to communicate and so it's very important we do keep that journalistic integrity which is what really sets us apart from many other organizations out there. I mean, there's other news organizations who cater to deaf and hard of hearing mm-hmm. populations, and, and we, we, we applaud them. But one of the things that, that, that continues to allow us to be sort of head above uh, others, in a sense, is that journalistic integrity, mm. is that journalistic professionalism that comes in, into play, especially when it comes to debates and, and politics and the yeah. people that we get a chance to bring on board are the interpreters are also very professional that and we have a, a very high standard that we that we stand by and we and we credit our you know we do stand by those standards and we do pride ourselves in being in that space. Not in an arrogant sense, but in a way that we want to promote responsibility. Right. Responsible journalism, not trying to impose opinion. And, and it is a hot topic. It does come up. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, uh, my, my wife and I are uh, avid followers of, uh, I think more so this year, right? You know, it's the, the presidential, the presidential race has been, has been a bit different, you know, especially coming up, coming out <laughs> of the, co- 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Just especially coming out of the COVID experience, right? Yeah. I think, you know, this whole past, what, eight months now, right? Almost eight months, six months right. have really flipped things on their ear. And, yes. and I'm, I'm, I'm really talking beyond just who you pick for president. I mean, we're yes. talking about some of the uh, um, uh, senatorial committees that are going on, you know, where you've got the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Googles going in front of these committees going, hey, are you, should you be doing that? Yes or no, right? I mean, right. there's a lot of things going on under the surface and you got to be informed. Right? Right. And there's a, there's a lot of data and a lot of information. And, uh, you know, I, and I applaud you for uh, sharing the information in a, a, in a journal, uh, an even journalistic manner, right? Uh, yes. I, I think, I think that's not just awesome, but it's, it's missing in so many of <laughs> yes, the other journalistic channels. Come, <laughs> we've come, uh, you know, I know, I think I'm just a little older than you. Maybe, I think maybe you're just a little older than me too. Just, just <laughs> you know, five, 12 years, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But I can think back when I was a kid, when your source of information yeah. was the news, right? Yes. Everyone was checking out mom and dad were like six o'clock. Bam, right? You were watching yes. Walter Cronkite or whoever it was in, in your municipality. And right. then there was the newspapers. For me in Southern California, it was the LA Times, you know? Yes. Uh, there's the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, you know, the New York Times, wherever you happen to be, right? Um, and back then, right, reporters prided themselves on delivering that information that they saw, that's whether, right. whether they agreed with it or not. Right. Yes. They, that's yes. they brought that to the people saying, I disagree with this, you know, and so they delivered it with that message. Hey, I disagree with it, but here's what I saw. And, exactly. Right. Yeah. But I yeah. think over time and I, I'm I'm trying I don't want to make this all about politics and, and, and journalism, but the sure. fact that you you made the, the statement and you hold yourself to that to that level. Okay. That's really right. speaks to what you're trying to do That's and right. the honor behind it. And I, I certainly applaud wow. that in huge efforts. Thank you so much. We, again, our, our group, you know, we appreciate that because that's something that we, it, it's a constant over here. It's a constant thing. And we see it all the time. We see it everywhere. We're, we're yeah. like, oh, did that, was that a, an opinion or was that really what happened? Right. You can't really tell. And then the algorithms change things around. So they kind of dish out. <laughs> Sort of right. what they want you to see. And I see all those things from a technological standpoint, right. too. I've seen how that happens. And and again, you're right. And, and I think that it is going to be more important, especially now going forward, because people are making decisions. They're making life decisions right. off of this information. And there's going to be there's going to be a lot more automation behind these things. And they're going to find more ways. They mm -hmm. meaning technologists like me or whatever will find more ways to get more information out there. But I like to think that there will continue to be places and spaces where we are able to provide something that people can make their own decision on. They can, yeah. I don't have to sway you one way or the other. Here's the information and you can go figure it out yourself. You have a mind. You can use it. See, and this is one of the things that always <laughs> resonated with, with you, my friend, Jabari, is you were like this way back in the day. Oh, the You're like that now. It's like, hey, uh, you and I, we don't have to agree on everything. Right. right. We agree on a lot of things. I know that we've had sure. lots of chats, but sure. the thing is, I can still have a chat with you and say, hey, this is what I think. And you'd be like, yeah, OK, I, I, 
that's cool. You you can think that. Uh, I'm not going to think that. That's that your your opinion's different than mine. And Correct. we can walk away still having a moniker of respect for one another, Correct. and then come back together the next day, the next week at the next Toastmaster meeting. And everything's <laughs> fine. It's not like oh, well, he likes that thing over there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it's we're all we're all together. Like you said, we're all we, right? Yes. But yes. we're all different at the same time. That's correct. And, and I yes. think there's the magic right there, right? Is yes, that, sir. all right, we're all a little, little bit different. So you're doing some cool things. Sure. Uh, any, 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 any cool things on the horizon you can share? Cool things on the horizon I can share. I, I, you, I know you've got all kinds of things on the horizon that are like top secret. I can only imagine, right? We do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. There, yeah, I wish I could share that. There's, there's some people, there are, there's some content that we are coming out with that I really wish I could share with you. You have to sign the NDA. But I, I get it. No, I, I don't. I'm trying to think there's something else that I hadn't. Okay, so there is. Well, there is an event coming up on December the 1st, and we're going to be helping with this. This is a virtual event. It's a fundraiser that's coming up. Coca-Cola is one of the sponsors, and organization. the organization is called Synergies Work. Mm-hmm. So Sign One News is going to be providing, we're providing the event management behind it, and there's going to be a lot of cool thing people on there, and, um, and it's going to be a big, big deal. Uh, there's going to be some wine tasting and cheese and things like that, virtual oh, nice. wine tasting and things like that. So we're going to manage that event. And then I think there are, there's, yes, there's a couple things we're rolling out in terms of building our broadcast, making it much more, uh, what can you say? We're going to, we're going to expand it quite a bit over the next couple of months. And so you'll be seeing more of that. In other words, we'll have more on our platform, mm-hmm. on, our, on our apps, things like that, more content so, coming out. So, but yeah, there is, there is one that's really cool. I wish I could tell you, I, I think. No, I, I get it. I, and I figured there, I, I figured. If you give me like a week, if you give me like yeah. a week, probably I could probably push it out because. Well, like next I, week, I tell you what. Uh, well, when is this going live? When is this going live? This is going to be going live probably in about four or six weeks. So there's going to be four some weeks? time. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I can I can say this much then. Okay. Okay. Then so only some... share what you can. I don't want you to get yeah, in trouble. No. I, no. No. This is this is four or six weeks. Yeah. Uh, it has to be four or six weeks from now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Thank you. Because uh, no, we have content that we're going to be going to be converting, which is from uh, you have NBA talent. NBA mm, okay and that is like really major and so they'll probably release like next week or so okay. but 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 the key is is that this is an unprecedented thing because uh, we have this content that we're going to make accessible and it's something that I think it's, it's it's a bit of an experiment it really is but I think that the fact that it's, it's NBA players and some retired players will be able to convert a forum that was already out there. In the, now the forum is out there in the public, so that's not like news. That, that's mm-hmm. that's out there. It's it's open to the public. It's free. Sure. Um, but but the translation of it is something mm-hmm. that we're going to be able to do, and that's really cool because we think that once we get that kind of content out out there, it'll be on our platform. It'll be exclusive, mm-hmm. and I think that well, it'll be on our platform and, and their platform exclusively. Sure, and I think that's a, a major major step for for our group and for the deaf our deaf hard hearing community mm-hmm. to have to have that level of professionalism ne- next to us and then there is a movie coming out that Amazon is pushing um, and it's um, it's coming out in a couple of days so it'll be hitting the 
theaters and limited release in Atlanta. Okay. In two days. And there's a there's an interview that I can say this much, can't say who, but we did get a chance to interview one of their key uh, people. Okay. And that interview will be made available. Ooh, is it available now? Is it available now? It's either available now or it's going to be available the next day or so on our app. Okay. And so we got a chance to interview one of the one of the main uh, characters in this movie. Nice. And so we think that's going to be it's, it's called the um, uh, what is the name of that movie? It's called the sound of sound sound of metal. Okay. And so that is coming out in two days in theaters and it will be in the in December. It'll be out all over uh, Amazon. And so these are some cool projects. We had a chance to connect with Amazon Studios to 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 work with that. So that was a really cool experience. Nice. And so I think we're going to we'll, we'll look forward to doing other things, but we will have a chat session or it, it'll be a sound table not a round table but a sound table uh, i like it and we're going to have a couple of our our deaf staff talk about or chat or communicate with each other regarding sure. what they thought about about this um uh, this, this this movie and i think it'll be an interesting session that's gonna be cut coming up next week so that's gonna that's be cool, cool do you <laughs> think and, and this is just i'm i'm, I, I'm just I, I could sit here and talk about this all <laughs> see but I, I think one of the things that's piqued my interest is and, and you're being the tech guy you might be able to give me some insights oh sure sure tech do guy. you think that the tech is there or almost there to enable your core clients right your core audience to watch I, i'll call it say Here's a great example. I'm cruising through my social media and I see this video. Uh, maybe it's uh, whoever it's, it's somebody and they're talking, right? And there's no, there's no subtitles. Do you think the technology is going to be there now or soon for someone to say, you know, uh, click this button here and mm -hmm. some ASL person will pop up and, and, you know, or maybe it's a computer generated ASL. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of so many ideas that you could be taking this. It's like, are we there yet? Or is there still some limitations that are keeping that? Right. So there's lots of technology in that space. There are some technologies that do convert what people are saying, like real time mm -hmm. have apps where you can talk and we can see the the, the caption come across the screen. So that sure. is available now. I've seen those, yeah. But when it comes to just anything, I, I think you're right that there is a step to, to there's some, there are some steps that have to be taken mm -hmm. to make that more accessible because it's very, very difficult language to, yeah. to decipher. Uh, and so MIT, some other organizations have, have made great attempts, folks in other countries, and I think Microsoft, everyone's trying to make final ways to, to bring that type of technology to life. Nice. But it, there's so many nuances with the language that it, it makes it a yeah. bit of a challenge. So, but there are a number of companies that are working towards that now. We nice. like to be able to be in that mix to help bring it about, of course. That's what we like to be in. But it, it, it's, it's still... A it's it, it's funny and here here's what here's what really brought it to mind so mm -hmm. uh, obviously it wasn't this year but okay. uh, i went to go see the uh, the show hamilton live oh yeah hamilton uh, yeah. you know yeah, down yeah, yeah. in chicago um <laughs> my my daughter's a huge hamilton fan and uh, when so when they came by we went to go see them and one of the times we were there watching them down uh -huh. 
down towards the front was a mm-hmm. group of people that mm-hmm. had ASL translators. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, and what was amazing is like you were in, when you were telling the story earlier, I didn't want to interrupt you. You could watch <laughs> the person that was doing the translation yeah. in their face told half the story. Yeah. Right. So they're using their hands yeah. to do all the things in their arms and their bodies, but their face, you know, was telling the, you know, the sorrow and the anger and the happiness. Yes. I mean, just like yes. they, again, I'm going to loop this back to our Toastmasters days, right? Sure. It's sure. that, that this here yes. is a communication and I'm waving my hand in front of my face for those that are just listening to this on a sure. podcast or whatever, but your face tells so much of a story that, you know, if you're just listening to the words, or, or just looking at the fingers making the words, right? Then yes. you're missing half the story. So that's where I was thinking, oh my God, could it go there? But there's so many new, like you said, nuances. And I can see how it could be very, very difficult. And yes, uh, they'll get there. I know they oh, will. Oh, not impossible. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, there are some places where they, they like they've, they've had some automated anchors. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in some um, Asian uh, countries. And, and that's been out really, really interesting technology there. And there is some other technology that follows your hand movement and allows someone signing to be able to, to convert that into English or to some other language nice. that's out there. And so, so it's definitely there. And there's a number of, again, companies, organizations that are really trying to push to make that happen. I like to be able to be in that mix. So I bet. talk to Karen about it. You know, we talk about it. I talk, I talked to her about these things often and that's something that we like to be able to do in the meantime we, we do like to, to think that we're working on other kinds of, of technological advances because right now we're really pushing the limits of technology to do what we do i mean mm-hmm. it's not like anything out there uh, is readily available for us to just do what we do sure. there are many workarounds that we have to develop and and and, and processes that we've had to put in place to work around technology that is largely hearing based, is, is hearing mm, culture yeah. based technology. So she'll tell you, I've had to come up with solutions that don't really work <laughs> 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 elsewhere, but 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 they have to work for us for us to do what we do. So so even the basic things that we use right now is they're not geared towards the work that we do. So we we have our own processes. We have to to kind of enforce onto it to, to make to make our broadcast work, sure. believe it or not. And so so we're just dealing with basic ones, let alone something that can help translate what we're doing. Mm. Uh, so that that was one of the things that we we discovered early on was that even my own biases of have a programming background, technology background, in my own understanding, I never had a course in in, in more at Morehouse College. I never took a course that talked to me about how we make this work for deaf and hard of hearing people. Sure. And I don't know any other courses out there that really do that intentionally. Sure. And, and the way these things are programmed, that's there. I mean, for instance, I think one tool we use, if you don't have audio in it and you, you unplug the audio, it, it throws an error. Hey, something's wrong with your, something's wrong. You don't have your audio plugged in. Well, that's right. that makes sense if you're hearing, but what if you're not hearing? I don't need audio. Is that right? an error? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, but I know that that's how we've been taught. We've yeah. been trained that way. And so those are the kinds of issues that I would like to bring to the forefront yeah, and, 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 and ask or more or less encourage programmers, encourage the technology industry to think different about how we develop this technology. And instead of it being an afterthought, 
retrofit, think about it going into the process. Yeah. Think, think about the inclusively rather inclusive. than, ex- yeah. Don't the make the assumptions technology. that just because I have headphones on means I can hear, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, <laughs> right. and it goes, it goes to the streaming, lots of streaming platforms the same way. Mm-hmm. Although I think there's some that are, that are making those changes, but the streaming platforms are a challenge. And we're in that age now where virtual and streaming, everyone has to do it. And so- yeah. Now we're finding that we're pushing the limits of that. We've had to we've had to put different tools together to string it all together to make it work. But I think that ultimately, yes, there's some lab somewhere that's got something really cool that we like to see, and I like to be a part of making that come out. Obviously. Nice, nice. And, and we'll we'll be looking out for that. But you know, the main thing is that we do do our best to make things work. Absolutely. And, and we, bring, we still produce. <laughs> <laughs> still making magic over there. Yeah. Now I'm I'm gonna say this. You mentioned one thing I do want you to say, do want you to understand is that none of this has happened easily. Oh, and sure. there's been a yeah. lot of challenges. And if there's anything I would like to say is that anything dealing with this type of entrepreneurial effort, and I've started a couple of different businesses before, and I know what it's like to have to go through territory that's uncharted. Mm-hmm. And this one is was fully uncharted. Like there is no one, even now, that, like that we look around and and we we have like nobody to model after. We didn't know who to who <laughs> to pattern after. We couldn't pick up a book or Google anything to see what we were doing. <laughs> it was oh my that. gosh, right? And, and from and for many things, it, it continues to be that way. So once we got settled into that space, we said, okay, let's just start innovating. Let's just create. But that has that has uh, a, a big price that we've had to pay. Mm-hmm. And and it has been lots of challenges, and it has been lots of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of toil, a lot of tears. So I don't want you or your audience to think that it was just oh we just walked in and just oh we just made these things and it just oh it just just happened you know oh yay because that's no. how it always works right <laughs> right no it was it was it was it was it was many many unknowns there were many unknowns mm-hmm. there were many uncertainties there were many mistakes. There were many challenges. There were many times we had to think twice about what we're doing and ask questions. And there were many people that didn't think that we could last this long. Uh, we were attacked quite a bit daily. Uh, trolls were trolling us like they do everybody. But sure, you know, right. It, it happens. Right. And so we, we had lots of those things take place. And, and we realized that we had to believe enough to know that whatever we're doing is good and if we just just stay uh, stay focused and if we could just believe long enough in mm-hmm. ourselves and know that you know the word says of God before us who could be against us and we, we both have a strong spiritual background and we believe strongly in the power of faith and mm-hmm. I think that faith and vision are really what what continues to drive us forward is that vision of something better the vision of making another person's dreams come alive. I think we get encouraged when we see there's one or two people in maybe, you know, Puerto Rico or one or two people, some distant land that we've never heard of. This country's on this list that we've never even heard of. Right. Somebody out there that that has a dream now that has a a chance to say, wait a minute, I could do that too. Maybe I'm the only one here, but maybe I'm the only one that's needed to get this thing started. And I think that what drives us, I know me in particular, is to know that there's somebody out there that's getting this 
in their in their spirit and that there's somebody out there waiting for us to happen waiting for us to, to, to come and make something happen the same you know that day i, I think i i think what you're doing first off what you and your team your whole crew right you and karen have built something really unique and you're really like you're i think you're what you're getting to is there are people all over the world who are getting information and yeah. content that they didn't have access to or easy access to before and that's right. For me, that's changing lives. And yeah. if you can change, and you've heard me say this in speeches way back in the day. I have. If what I say changes one person, one degree, my job here is done. That's exactly it. it. That's you know, it. and so I think what you're doing is obviously you know, changing far more than one degree. And uh, again, uh, I'm going to be singing your praises. But I do <laughs> know, and I want to be mindful of your time because obviously sure. you you got probably got a gazillion things going on. <laughs> and you're an hour ahead of me. So you, right. you were really <laughs> rocking right. it by hanging out with me this late at night. Um, you did share that you had an offer for the audience. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Do we we have an offer for the audience? So <laughs> I, <laughs> we can certainly provide. We do have a subscription. Okay. We have subscriptions to our broadcast, but I think I do want to work something out where your viewers, your listeners, can get. Uh, I like at least you know what we can give up. This is what November, so we can give them a whole the rest of this year. Anyone we give them an unlock code, and they can watch the the broadcast on our dime for, for the rest of the year Sweet. and we'll just give them that and they can they can check it out i'll, I'll be sure to send you the code yeah we'll, we'll work out the logistics of yeah, that and we'll, we'll get that into the show notes for everybody no that would be absolutely. awesome we, we would get, yeah, give it to them and, and they can watch on roku or tv or whatever yeah, Apple mm -hmm. check it out absolutely yeah, we'll like that. check out yeah. the magic that uh that my man jabari and karen graham have created <laughs> here uh jabari like i said i want to be mindful of your time and i appreciate you really sincerely my friend hanging out for so long and uh again man i i applaud the absolutely. amazing things that you guys have created for uh, all absolutely. our friends out there that uh, that are in need of it matter of fact we'll make it 90 days I'm gonna give him three months. Ninety free. days. Yes, sir. there it is. See, there's a man creating magic right there. All right, and we'll be sure to. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll connect and we'll figure out how to get that code in there, and I'll drop it into the show notes, buddy. Fantastic. Any parting words of wisdom from you, Jabari? I would say dream big, big, big. Mm -hmm. That uh, was told to me by uh, a number uh, one of my uh, key people, um, gentlemen. From he wrote Think and Grow Rich and um, Black Choice, and of course we know think we know about Napoleon Hill. We know about Napoleon Hill, yeah. but being big, big, big is is one of the things that I, I pride myself on because Dennis Kimbrough, who is the person that shared that with me many years ago while I was at Coca Cola, and I had no idea that I would I would be in a position to impact people's lives like this, mm -hmm. and I think that if anyone would dare to dream then then definitely do it and go for your dreams go for them because you have to believe in yourself don't wait for anybody to to validate it don't wait for anybody to tell you one way or the other just do it and, and i think that it's it's funny talking to you because if you would have talked to me two months ago <laughs> i might have a different story for you <laughs> so i'm fresh i'm fresh in out into this other space that you know we've been able to to be in in terms of helping people, not just deaf hard hearing uh, people, but it's also organizations mm -hmm. that that uh, service uh, or provide advocacy uh, for our, our, our population of, of, of 
of audience, I should say. And I think that working with organizations like GAO, in this case, the Georgia Advocacy um, Organization for Office, and other organizations like that, these are organizations that care about the community, and we're working with them. And I think that us being able, or I should say, I think that for us to be able to dream big, it also takes solid partners. Mm-hmm. It takes good people that you trust and people that you can depend on to be there to support you. I think that we must continue, especially in this age, in this era, provide some inspiration, provide inspiration and go for your dreams and your goals. Don't be shaken by it. Don't don't worry about the fear. What they say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes, sir. It's not the fear, as you all would teach us in Toastmasters, it's not that the fear will go away. Is that you learn how to manage it better. And right. I think that's the one that I remember you guys talking about all the time. And, and that has resonated with me to this day is that it doesn't go away. I just, I'm in situations where I can manage it better. Mm-hmm. And so I think, thank God for, for this opportunity. And I, I think, I think my, my church, uh, Ray of Hope Christian Church, I got to give a shout out to them as well. And my wife as well, Naomi and, and my daughter Amira, because these are cornerstone people that, are in my life that I cannot do what I do without this sort of network, this ecosystem. Sure, of, absolutely. Of, of people, uh, it's not just oh me and my own way of doing things. But I realize that there are people who are put in our path for a reason, and I think that if we dare to not only dream, but if there's one thing I would say to do out that probably the most important of anything I've ever had to say, if you never remember anything I said, in at minimum say do this, and that is write it down. Mm-hmm. Write it down, put a date next to it, and and think about it, and dream on it, and visualize it, and you know, hit that exact date, change the date, scratch it out, write another date, and right. keep it's your date, <laughs> and keep going until you get there. And we want to see you at the top. We're gonna see you over the top. <laughs> I know that one too. Yeah, Amen, Dry. I, I I totally hear you about uh, you know getting those uh, butterflies to fly in formation. Right? They're not, not going to go away. You just got to get See, those butterflies to fly the in formation. The master has spoken. The master <laughs> has spoken. Gavari, <laughs> thanks so much for hanging out with us, man. I definitely appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. It's been, it's been a pleasure. All right. There you have it, my friends. My man, Jabari Butler. Man, I've known him for such a long time, and he's still amazing to this day. <sighs> All right. So let me share some thoughts I came away with. Thought number one, be the bumblebee that doesn't know you can fly. Yeah, stop giving in to all those things that scare you or that you do not think you're able to do. Be the bumblebee that doesn't know it can't fly and just start flapping your damn wings. Jabari shares how, you know, he wasn't doing well in math in his early days in school. So in college, he chose a computer science major and he excelled at it. But he kept wondering why he kept finding math majors in his computer classes. Come to find out, at the end of the the day, he was two classes away from having a minor in math, even though he did not do well in math in his early days. Stop focusing on what it is you could not do yesterday or even yesteryear. Start focusing on what it is you have a passion for and get even better at it. Pick up a book, get a course, get a coach on a topic that lights you up inside and become the master. Yeah, go from youngling to Padawan to knight 
to Jedi Master on the topic so that you can best serve your tribe as only you can. And here's the next thing inside of that. Remember, you don't have to be the master before you start serving your tribe. Take them on your journey with you. That way you both grow. All right, thought number two, who should you join forces with to magnify both of your missions? Jabari and his business partner, Karen, both had completely different skill sets, but both had matched passions. As Jabari said, he, quote, makes sure the tech is tight, and his business partner, Karen, makes sure the journalism is tight, unquote. See, taking these two completely different passions and putting them together in a project to service their tribe has created a business that they both can be very proud of. So the question becomes, what on your entrepreneurial journey is holding you back from that next level of service to your tribe? Do you know of someone that has a high amount of passion in that very area? Well, if so, perhaps you two should join forces and create a win-win situation for both of you. I mean, hell, shit, if you think about it, it you're really creating a win-win-win. You win, your partner wins, and more importantly, those you serve win. And isn't at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? Thought number three, hold yourself to a higher standard. When you're out there in the true fashion of service, you're going to have to hold yourself and those under your command to a higher standard. After all, your tribe is looking to you for input, to you for information, and to you for answers. So give it to them, but give it to them honestly. If you find something that works for you, but you don't like the person behind the product, okay, tell them. Look, this product works great, but I'm not a fan of Person X because of this or because of that. Be open and honest about who you are and what you stand for and what you don't stand for or won't stand for. If Person X stands for something you don't believe in, then perhaps it will you be better served to find an alternate solution for said product so that you can share that with your tribe while still being true to who you are which is hugely important. And and I say that because, you know, like not too long ago, I was following someone and you could say I even looked up to them in their area of expertise. And they had some negative things to say publicly about a popular funnel product in the online space. And they didn't just say it once. They said it a number of times. And then shortly afterwards, after they made these statements, I went into one of their funnels and found out they're using the very product that they were publicly bashing. Do you think this had an impact on how they, how I saw them going forward? Yeah, you bet their bippy it did, right? And if you can take your, I don't know, reputation and just throw it up against a wall like that and let it bash into a billion pieces, that's cool. But here's the thing. It'll take you a lifetime to build your reputation, but you could lose it in like five seconds if you're not mindful and in alignment with who you are 100% of the time. And I'm not coming at you with, hey, I've grown and I've changed. Now, that's not the angle I'm coming at you from, right? If you've grown and you've changed, well, then tell them, hey, I used to see it this way. Now I see it this way. And they'll get that. But when you just say, hey, here's how I see it. And I dislike this. And all of a sudden, this thing that you said you dislike shows up in your content and in your products and in your services. Now you're no longer congruent. And you want to hold yourself 
to that higher standard. All right. And finally, thought number four, get energized by the vision of bringing someone else's dream to life. Making money is awesome. Don't get it twisted. I, I'm all about it. I've, I've had money and I haven't had money. And life is quite a bit easier with some money to be sure. All right. I don't, I'm not going to you know pull no punches in that one. But if that's your sole purpose, then I doubt, my friend, that this is the podcast for you. My dark horse friends and family are far more focused on serving their tribe. And the money comes as a result of that, right? Helping their tribe bring their passions and their visions and their dreams to life. But to do that, you need your gift. They need your gift. Your tribe needs your gift. So stand up, take the first step or take the next step to get your gift out there. Because after all, someone out there needs your gift in order to bring their dream to life. So get out there and help that one person change their life by one degree. All right, my dark horse friends and family, what inspiring ideas or tips or thoughts resonated with you? Whatever they were, right? Take some time today and put them into action. Go out there, run your race, get your results, and then come let me hear about them. I'm seriously, no joke. Email me at Tracy at Dark Horse Schooling. Share the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained as a result. And then I might have, heck, I'll probably even bring you on the show so you can share it with the rest of the Dark Horse friends and family. Now, on next week's interview episode, my guest is Jason Portnoy. Now, he's the host of the Perfectly Mentored podcast. Jason's also been featured in Forbes, Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur, BuzzFeed, Yahoo Finance, NBC, ABC, CBX, Fox. The list goes on and on and on. And he has worked with business owners all over the world. And Jason's going to stop by and drop some of his amazing entrepreneurial knowledge. So you are not going to want to miss this episode. Speaking of missing episodes, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from this podcast and the guests I'm lucky enough to bring on. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. Why are there? Yeah. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Write some kind words in the review. Heck, even tell me some constructive criticism, maybe some guests you'd love to hear onto the show. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share the podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.